Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Level Up Cleveland. This week we try something a little different as we bring in some fellow podcasters. We have the girls in here from Locally Grown Cleveland. Hey. Hello. How you doing? I guess it's not really locally grown Cleveland. It's just locally grown. But, uh, you know, they're from. this is a Cleveland thing, so we just throw Cleveland in there all the time, like, just yeah. like our name. Yep, you got to just, you know. Sprinkle it in there. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Throw that. So you guys have some interesting stuff. Usually I've already said the names of everybody, but because of your guys' situation, I'm going to just kind of ease into this. You have the same name. Yeah, we do. One and done. And it's not like your name is Michelle or anything. It's Jordan. It's not even a real common name, but you guys – have the exact same name. So you guys have some nicknames that you guys kind of go with, and I think it's to help separate. Yeah. Yep. For yep. other people's sake, they know who they're oh, yeah. talking to, right? Exactly. So we have Jay Laird. That's me. That's me. And that's because you're Jordan Laird? That is, yeah, full name. Jordan Laird. It was a big popular name of the 90s, so I think Jerb's mm-hmm. got, like, the the second half of that, you mm-hmm. know, with the We have Jerbs. Jerbs. Yep. Jerbs. And that's Jordan Urban. Yep. So you can see where the names come from. Jerbs is Jordan. The first, last names. You guys do the whole thing. Um, interesting story. How you guys have get, gotten to the point where you're at now with the podcast. You've known each other for a long time, right? This is so. This, this the podcast didn't bring you together. Mm-hmm. But it kind of did, right? I mean, it, it kind of brought you together in this aspect of mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about all that. Let's talk about how this whole the, the podcast itself got started. You guys, because you guys actually had a radio show before this, yes. college college radio show, Baldwin Wallace. Yeah, the 88, Sting. Eighty-eight point three FM, the Sting, WBWC Berea. Yep. So what did you guys do? <laughs> what, 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 what you you actually did the radio show? Did you do it with the radio show with her mm-hmm. also? So what did you guys? What was the what was the radio show like? What was it basically? Just uh, playing tunes. So that's how Locally Grown started. Was at eighty at, was at Baldwin Wallace's radio station. When I was a student there, I was a student from 2014 to 2018. Loved the station. Like, Jerbs lived vicariously through me mm-hmm. with the college experience. I um, did the weather. That's how I started out. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I would just, like, throw her a card and, like, you know, just be like, go read the weather. Like, she flawlessly would do it. Thank you. By I was, the way. I was so nervous. I was so <laughs> or nervous. Or a billboard, you know, anything. <laughs> but I, like, I spent my whole life at the radio station. They, uh, It's a... It's a very cool program, too, to get into. If uh, if anybody here is listening, like, highly recommend their radio station. It is top tier. It's actually the first student-run radio station and oldest in the country. What so. do you mean by student-run? They So usually, like, at, um, like, CSU or um, uh, Walsh Jesuit, like, those colleges and a lot of colleges across the country, everything, Akron, everything is kind of run by teachers, and advisors, and then the students are like the DJs. The Sting has the students as the promotions director, the music director, oh. the programming director, the the business director, like they're, the traffic. Like they're doing every single thing, and they call themselves like a pre-professional radio station. So like we were doing the shit. Like we were in there. I was working with like – I was a promotions manager working with like House of Blues and Blossom getting tickets to give away on air. Just like invested my whole time there, all four years, graduated, and I always wanted to do this live music show. I was like super enthralled by seeing, um, shout out DK of, oh gosh, I can't even, Island Time, Island Time on uh, Monday nights, Dennis King does like a trap rock show there, and he had this um, like, you know, trap rock band from Putin bay live performing when I was a freshman and I was like, 
I want to do that shit. Like, that looked awesome. Like, it was, like, a dude with a big stand-up bass and a guy with, like, a mandolin. And they were singing, harmonizing. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I want to do this. And then worked so hard at the radio station that I never got to do the thing I wanted to do. So when I graduated, I took a step back, did some other stuff. And then I was like, all right. 2019 like now is the time let's go like we have this beautiful station they were looking for people to fill up their times so i was like tuesday nights at 10 i was like can i come in and have like local bands play they were like sure so we did um i did like the first two by myself and i was like no and then she texted me and she was like hey i need your help <laughs> yeah i was like this is actually this could be like a bigger thing than what i'm making it to be right now so like I was like, I need my cohort, my other Jordan. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you guys, you guys were bringing the bands into the studio and having them play live in the studio mm-hmm. with an interview too. How, how did you guys pull that all off? I mean, there, there's a lot that goes into all that. You got how do you, how do you capture the sound and then and then mix it and then have it come out sounding good? Well, the thing with radio is like it's it's live. So I would just sit there. The mics were very similar to the ones we have here in this studio. So it was kind of like choir style. So you just mic the whole area up and yep. then mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah. it was like, you know, you would adjust it to whoever, like whatever is happening. Um, we had um, Modern Electric come in and we would just have them like plug their keyboard into the board because there was an aux capability and then mic up the voices. It was just, yeah, evident. Plug flow. and play. It didn't, yeah. it wasn't perfect every time. I right, right, right. <laughs> That's for sure. But, um, you know, it but was. But you were making it happen, right? You were doing yeah, it. Yeah, trial and error, mm-hmm. essentially. But. So how did how did that do? I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, you're, you're not going to these are obviously this is college audiences type thing. This isn't necessarily like, believe it or not, it's not. They don't really the college kid. This first of all, the BW people like maybe it's different now. But when I was a student, they had no idea we even had a radio station still to this day. Like, we'll talk <laughs> about it with people that like either go or went to Baldwin Wallace and people literally have no idea that there's a whole radio station. Why do you think that is? Where's the where's the drop there who's dropping the ball uh, very good question so, i mean someone's <laughs> dropping the ball there right i mean very if you don't, if you have a radio station and no one knows about it not even the students there's someone's not doing a, a good job there mm-hmm. i think it's a it could be a mixture of things i mean when it comes down to it i think it's it's weird because it's like the students don't know much about it but like the area like i hear i heard um someone on the guiltless podcast was talking about um, the Sting as like their favorite radio station. Like people in the area love it. It's uh, it gets from like uh, Cleveland to Medina pretty much on the other side of 71. Like everything uh, east. Yeah. No. West. West. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Directions. Uh, right. Geography. <laughs> well, Ball and Wallace, I just know they're west of 71, <laughs> so I guess that makes the most sense. You are correct. <laughs> um, they're actually in North Olmsted is where the transmitter is. Oh, really? That's why, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they, a lot of people in the area know about it, but not a lot of the students. I don't know. I don't know, Jerry, why is it? I don't know. You went there. I didn't go there. So you guys, so so you, you're you're young, right? You're growing up. You guys live next door to each other. You're in Medina, right? Am I Mm -hmm. correct? Yes, yes. You guys become friends. Mm -hmm. Right away, you probably realize, hey, I'm same name. Right? That was kind of like what, what breaks the ice, right? Well, my mom came over to me, and she was like, hey, we got new neighbors, and her name is also Jordan. And I was like, well, let me go see if she's cool, I guess. There can only be one Jordan. You were like five. Point? I know, I was. So, I mean, at that point, you're like, there can only be one Jordan. That's bullshit. Yeah. And then you grow up, and you realize that she's cool. 
guys could become friends. Well, our moms were super close. Oh. And Are you guys the same age? My mom and, my mom and your dad. No, she's three years older. Oh. So we we always knew each other and we were always <laughs> friends, but we didn't really start like actually hanging out until high school because she drove me to um, high school every day my freshman year because she was a senior. So that was when we really started to um, like play music and kind of discover the love for that. Did was you guys? It? I believe so. I feel like we were closer like earlier than that. Probably, but I remember I remember specifically freshman. The memories year, began. Yeah. That's when you started showing me all of your, like, your bands. I feel like that's where my music taste kind of came from because you were driving me to school every day, and I'd be like, oh, this is a banger. Like, okay. Only I had aux. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, my the, car, my It was aux. the cassette. It was the cassette um, aux. <laughs> yeah, it was the yeah. cassette. Yeah, you, I don't know if you ever had the, the cassette aux cord. Oh, yeah. What's the CD those? player? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm an old man. I remember all that stuff. That's how it worked. It was purple. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> so, so you do you have any older brothers and sisters? Um, I have a younger brother. But nothing older. Nope. So this became your older sister. Yep. So she kind of like guided you into like the music that you're listening to, some of the things you're you're learning mm-hmm. from her. Because at three years is a big difference at that point. You know, that's oh, a yeah. big that's a big gap. In, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it. Yeah, it seems you like still, the same. You still see it sometimes. She'll be like, hey, you remember this? And I'm like, no. And she's like, that's the age gap. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, I can understand that totally. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell. But more 96. so back then, definitely. Like, she was like, oh, my God, I'm three years older than you. Like, I'm so <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, but throwback to, like, me being 15, and I'm sorry, Mom, but, like, taking her car outside and, ger- like, texting gerbs at midnight and being, like, McDonald's run and, like... <laughs> Go hit a McDonald's. Like. And for so long, we thought we got away with it because we went to go get dollar ice cream cones. Got to like, get that, that dollar was, cone. That was the best. And then we'd be like, yeah, we got home. We got the car in the garage. No one knows. And then, like, I don't think she said like, anything to us Back for so out in long. neutral, you know? Like. But she checked the miles. She would check oh. the miles on the car. And she'd be like, I knew what you guys were doing this entire time. So. Yeah. And then stealing my brother's car one time. And he had a stick shift, like Ford Focus stick shift and stalled out in the middle of, like, half the halfway point between McDonald's and our house. Oh, so, bad. We, so bad. It got to the point where, like, panic ensued. Like, you're just, like, grinding the gears. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I just got to get the car back. I just got to get the car yeah. back. Right, right. No, we we'll ended it. up getting it, and I think we still ended up going to McDonald's. Oh, yeah, we like, did. Like, we just, like. <laughs> Anything for a dollar cone, man. Anything. <laughs> so, you guys, so, I guess, you know, like, seeing what you guys have led to, as a kid, are you one of them people that, envisioned yourself as a dj and envisioned yourself doing this kind of thing was this like one of those things that you you see you know you know dj was a big thing at one point you know like nowadays it's it's, oh, it's not yeah. like it used to be but djs could be stars it could be mm-hmm. you know uh, we had kid leo in cleveland years and years ago on mms he was he was a national figure you know mm-hmm. nowadays djs aren't as big as they used to be but i was the same way you know i i i, I would see these old some of these DJs stuff and I could see myself on a microphone playing records or talking to people like, just like I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you, did you, were you that yes. person? Yeah, I was that person. I listened to Elvis Duran in the morning, every single morning. And I was like, I'm going to be the next Elvis Duran. Like it's going to be like that easy. And <laughs> yeah. then I went to VW for broadcasting. I loved also that, you know, Cleveland's the city of rock and roll. You got Alan Freed that brought rock and roll as like a, a he coined name. he coined the term, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, you know, that seemed I like to talk, so that seems <laughs> like a and have conversations with people. Here we here we are, but um, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And then I got into school and I was like, ooh, it's not that realistic to just become like a national 
syndicate radio host. (laughs) So I was like, damn, um, now what? So then I did like, I ended up doing PR as a minor and event planning. And I was like, all right, this is kind of more my shtick, but I still love music. Like, But even that could help you. That could really help you in what you're doing now. Something like Mm -hmm. this, doing the event planning and stuff like that. Just learning all that kind of stuff. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of that. The amount of planning that goes on to these shows and and, and all the little stuff in the background and just getting guests and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Which is another thing. You guys get some interesting guests and you guys know a lot of people. Uh, when you guys when you guys do something, it seems like you get good responses from the people that you're you know you're you're putting on your show and stuff like that. Did that all start with the radio station? So you, did you meet all these people through what, what you were saying, getting the bands on there and stuff, and then one one band introduced you to another band type thing. It just kind of grows, and yeah. now you're at the point mm-hmm. you're at now. I would say yeah, it it's become like a network, and we realized super recently actually like. That the show locally grown is not necessarily for an audience of people who just love local music, although we love those people and we hope that like they're out there. But we find a lot of the times it's bands who have kind of used us as their common denominator to network with each other. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you've been on locally grown, like we've been on locally grown, or we have a show with them soon. Like we just wanted to the whole idea of the show was because it was like started in a college. We wanted to make sure that it was kind of like training wheels for these bands to be able to, you know, go run with the big dogs one day and do the, like, the the whole point was for them to be interviewed, um, you know, have their first interview out of the way. Well, you guys, you yeah, know? you guys, well, that's what you kind of do, right? You guys, a lot of the bands that you guys uh, feature are a lot of up and comers and, and newer bands that are just getting their, getting their legs under them and trying to get mm-hmm. the things going. Right. So, yeah, we wanted to make sure that it was just like a comfortable setting for them to to be able to shake off, like kind of like understand like who they are. Because once you start talking about it out loud, then you're like, okay, like this is now a little bit more firm. Like I now I feel like it's more established. So and then there they can have it later. So that's why I was happy that we moved off of the radio. We wanted it to be a podcast this whole time Mm -hmm. since the first episode. But we were like, you know. Let's use the resources we have while we have them. Yeah. And then after a year um, and COVID and everything, you know, that happened and, you know. We know. (laughs) So after that, we were like, we were like, let's make this a podcast and then give them the actual episode so that they can use that for for press and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, their press kits and everything. We've already done something like this. So you guys, when you guys, one thing that's interesting about how you do it also is you guys will do like these marathons. It's a, you know, the way we do it is every week or so that we, we bring in people and we do interviews and stuff like that. And we just build on that. But you guys have a little different approach of, to this. You guys, just, you guys will book 10 bands or 12 bands. I don't know how many. I haven't counted 16 them. 16 bands. 16. <laughs> and, and you'll do this in a fucking day. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll get a cool place. You did the House of Blues at one time. And... Next thing you know, you get all and you organize all this to, to to happen in a day, which you know, to me, the time management involved in that, I don't even know if we could pull that off. We'd be like, I'd be like, dude, that's crazy. You could. Like, that's, you could. It's a you lot, could. you know. It is a lot. And and it's a long it's worth it, day. I mean, I know how how hard it is. I know staying, you know, doing this and staying engaged, it's oh. is exhausting. And and trying to like and and to do that many. And you guys were talking to them, and you guys are doing live stuff. And, I mean, it was – I thought it was really well done. And Thank you. then you guys – what you do is you take the, the 16 bands, and you make 16 episodes in one day. 
genius. I'm like, wow, let's save us a lot of time. Yeah, you can hear us slowly going insane by the last one. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, like out. four Red Bulls deep. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Aki and Quasi and Compass, who were our last three of the night. And they just, Compass, first of all, they were we were just off the rails with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of reeled it in with the hip-hop artist towards the end of the night. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was a little loopy. Well, you guys have done this twice, right? Three, three times. times. Three times. So, so each time, has it been different? Like, is, mm-hmm. is, 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 are you guys... Uh, presented with new challenges and it's like do you tweak it like do you do you constantly like go well last time this time we're gonna do it this way because of last time is, mm-hmm. that, is that also part of this whole thing you're growing locally well the um 88.3 the sting they have a summer marathon series so every thursday in the summer they do 18 hours of straight music of one artist so it'd be mm-hmm. sublime or red hot chili peppers oh. and she used to Hall do those notes. yeah so when it's awesome it's we, so cool it was yeah super fun but when locally grown started she was like why don't we do a locally grown marathon so the first year 18 hours mm-hmm. on the odd hours we played um Music from bands that came out of Cleveland that, like, had made it big. So Kid Cudi. Or the area. Or the area, yeah. John Legend and and he's from Steubenville. I got you. So just, like, people around the area. And then on the even hours would be bands that came in. So it was, like, every other one. So it was nine artists that we did. Mm -hmm. And then two years ago, we were like, all right, well, like, let's do bigger. Let's, (laughs) let's, Let's try it. Let's see if it works. Let's try and bring a band in every hour. 45 minutes, 15 minute flip time, and then go. And then we gave ourselves like two hours to like eat lunch and, you know, whatever. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Like, it was a very smooth day. It was like, we were like, seamless. It was right. Crazy. It was like wild. I was like, I didn't know that we could pull this off, but we could. So let's do it again. Yeah. So we tried to do it this year and. Uh, I'll let you take. Oh, okay. I'll let you take okay. over here. Yeah, great, great, great tea up yeah, there, James. Right, right. You're good at this. <laughs> Thanks, I try. Um, so then this year we had it all planned out. We planned in advance because like last year we did not find out our date until like what a month and a week <laughs> probably before. So we booked. We not we. Jerbs booked 16 artists and timed them out, and it was like you know like we made sure that. It was an array of genres similar, you know, that's similar to our show is it has to be, you know, a, they have to flow nicely. Good flow. You know? So we we had it all laid out well in advance this time. And the sting, we love them so much. They're like 40, 50. Oh, they're six. They're going on 60 years, 65 years, actually, of just being a radio station in the last 40 years. They've been in the same studio um, right above the union. At BW. The week before our show this past year, we found out that they were relocating to a whole new studio, um, whole new building, actually, and just like uprooting everything. So, so they were like, there will be no studio, pretty much. Wow. So it was like, it was like, hold on, like we might be able to get you guys, you know, we might be able to have either the bare bones at the old studio or the bare bones at the new studio. So we kind of held out until literally two days before. Yeah. We had confirmed everything with these artists and we... But like two months into planning this out and making sure that it was going to be executed correctly. And, and then, yeah, that happened. So um, luckily I work with the GM at the House of Blues. So like two days before at like 9 p.m. at night, I was like, hey, do you think that we could use this studio? He's like, or use the Cambridge room as our studio for the day um, and bring in like 16 different bands and all of this 
equipment to record a podcast in. And he was like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Like, okay. Um, he was like, come talk to me. Ended up kind of pitching it to him in real life, like the day before. He was like, yeah, we can make that happen. Like, no problem. I'm, so shout out Scott Cop. I love Jeez. you. <laughs> yeah. Like a real Hail Mary. So then uh, we went to Amax Music in Akron. Big shout out. Big <laughs> shout out. Gigantic shout out. They're amazing. Um, they let us rent all of the equipment that we need for a very, very reasonable price. And they were like, yeah, just bring it back on Monday. And if you want to buy any of it, like you can, because we're obviously in the market to look for wow. equipment for our podcast. So we had all of this equipment in the back of my car. And then the like night of... The night at, before. Yeah, the night before at uh, in Jerbs' basement, we like tested all the equipment out. We had no idea what we were doing or using. Like We had this ancient soundboard that... We're like, okay, let's try to plug in. Um, luckily, Jerbs' friend was able to, you know, he, he Help was us a out. sound guy. So he kind of helped us, uh, you know, get familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, figure this. it all out. Yeah, it, good. Like, it was just, it was insanely overwhelming. And we were like, just, it was too, we were too focused on getting this hap- to happen that we like couldn't even panic. We had like a 20 minute pity party. And then we were like, <laughs> no. <laughs> we had several 20 minute pity parties. Yeah, that's yeah. us. Growing up, you know? everyone's oh. just like, that's a guy name. I'm like, okay, well, like, come at my mother, not me. I don't know. <laughs> like, come Shout on. Shout out to fourth grade, first day. And, you know, like, when, like, you get assigned, like, roles so that you have, like, a sense of responsibility in class. <laughs> I was the boy's bathroom inspector. And I said, oh, I man. have a problem with mine, please. <laughs> like, How did they do that? They just, well, assumed. they saw Jordan. and They, they assumed. Just, they're like, oh, that's the boy's bathroom inspector. I see what you're saying I'm, I'm like, almost low. <laughs> no, I'm not in fourth grade. They in made me, uh, they made me the tally leader, and I was like, yeah, that was like the, I don't even remember what that role was, but I remember. But you rocked it. it. I remember coveting it. I was like, yeah, I do the tallies on the board, so <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> Thank you should you. put that on your resume. <laughs> Went like upgrade from the boys' bathroom inspector to tallier. <laughs> I think my teacher probably just felt bad now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so you guys, you guys got involved. Not too long ago, you were involved in something where you guys were. Um, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to say it. Maybe we had a journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys had to. This was a something you guys entered into, and things seemed on the up and up. It seemed like a whole huge opportunity for you guys, and then some people let you down. And let's let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about this a little bit, and so people can actually see how certain things work out there, and not yeah. everything is exactly what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> so. We've decided that the universe just really doesn't want us to do this podcast. We've said it, like, for the last year now. It's just been wild. Like, once uh, it started picking up at the station and we, you know, we were getting all these artists booked in, then, you know, boom, 2020 happened. So we're trying to do Locally Grown from Home, doing these Instagram lives with bands, like, just trying to, like, make the best out of it and then ended up getting back into the studio. And then last year they were like, Hey, we need you out of the studio or to move to a different time slot. And we're like, we can't do that. So it's just been like a lot of shifting up until the point where we became, you know, off 88.3, the sting. So we were like, where do we go from here? That was what August of 2021. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to say, I feel okay. So we were like, where do we go from here? Like, we want to become a podcast. How do we start this? Should we partner with someone? Like, how do we, you know, what makes sense? And someone at the Sting actually recommended working with music venue. 
and we were like, hey, like, because they were looking for a podcast to host at the in the tavern, you know, live from from music venue. It was like a whole thing that we were trying to do. They really wanted a podcast at the mm-hmm. at the place itself. Yeah, yeah, and then they ended up just employing us and like just basically wanted us to like not do podcasting things. They wanted us to do marketing things. They kind of wanted us to do uh, like a street team thing. So uh, they pulled you in for one thing. It was like it was like a bait and switch almost. Yeah. Yes. And so. So long story short, we uh, we held out there for about six months, and then we were like kind of um, enticed by another company that was new, fresh. Um, you know, they were starting from the ground, and they really wanted to do like an artist management situation. Um, they had this beautiful studio that was, um, you know, near our hometown. We're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Like, let's just let's see what happens. Did a couple of tours in there. Um, they pitched us a really good idea of, you know, we'll provide the equipment and you guys bring in artists and it'll be a beautiful, harmonious thing. Okay. So let me get this right. So, so, Take so it, this yeah. is a, this is a, this is a more of a, not a studio. This is a building. This is like a facility. Mm-hmm. And inside this facility, there's several different studios and several different aspects of this for different reasons. I mean, you could go there. Maybe do a, a music video if you're in a band. If they, they had something set up for that, yeah, yeah. You could do a podcast. You could they could record you there. They, mm-hmm. they wanted to kind of be like a the, hub, the everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like an all-encompassing. One band, you could do all your stuff here, mm-hmm. all around until the end, and then that's yeah. what they wanted. So it sounded I, perfect. So we ended up parting ways with the venue that we were, um, you know, still like kind of tied to, and we're like, let's do this podcast thing. Uh, they had the equipment set up. We did a few episodes with them and it was wonderful until it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, life just really likes to, to push you around and bully you. Throw so you what, so what happens though? I mean like, so, so, so I mean like they did basically what they did was they, they kind of bring you guys in. Right. And they're, and they're trying to bring anybody in at this point. They're starting yes. up. They're just yes. trying to get artists in here and people in here who can help their situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you guys were one of those people. And this was like a mutual thing. You were helping us out. We're helping you out. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. I mean, like, it was perfect. It seemed perfect because they need artists and we interview artists. So, so how, it's like. So what's their plan? What was their business plan? How did they go about? How do they get you in? Do they you sign contracts with these people or how does yeah. that work? Yeah, there was there was a contract that we signed um, just for three months to try things out, see what we could do from there. They provided the equipment. Um, when you say the equipment, you mean everything, 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 um, you know, they recorded it all, sent it all to us within, you know, a certain amount of time. And then we would edit it from there. And, um, and they also had like a video element too. So that was really cool. Um, the studio itself was beautiful. So we were just really like, we were, we bought in and we were also locally grown. So like, and we're young, we're like, yeah, like independent like startup you know hip cool we want to like be in this with you and then after a month of us like actually recording they kind of gouged us a little bit so everything was proposed you know after those three months it's going to be double so the cost the cost the cost and we you know we made it very clear from the start that Everything we did was out of pocket. Every, you know, the two of us, we've got our full-time jobs. I'm sure you and Pat do as well. 
And uh, you, you know better than anyone. Like, this shit ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, or cheap. Or cheap, that's for sure. So, you know, um, we paid for the studio space, and they, um, you know, provided the equipment. So that was that was the... The, the give and take. The give and take, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they raised the prices on us exponentially. And there was, and there was no, there was no like, um, when you guys first started talking to these guys, there was none of that discussed. You, they, no. There was no, you guys had no idea that they were going to do that. Now, I assume, I work in, in sponsorship, so I know that after a deal is is over, a contract ends, like they're going to want to ask for more money. So we expected like maybe a little bit, but double was just, like yeah, for the same crazy. amount for the same amount of content yeah. you know the what i mean same thing, so right. you're not getting any more exactly but they are correct correct so we so it really rubbed us the wrong way um they said that they need to value their time more and that was like a huge slap in the face for um, them the icing on the cake though was they said that our podcast was not good enough for their portfolio <laughs> yeah a portfolio that didn't exist exactly correct, <laughs> correct. so um, so yeah it was like I think it was like a personal personal opinion. I think they were maybe a little too big for their britches and that. Yeah, they, they, that's what it sounds like, right? It uh, sounds yeah. like they got they, they bit they more were, off than they can chew. They mm-hmm. were they were thinking really big, and I loved that about them. But it ended up like coming back at us at the end because we, you know, we ended up getting scorned. We like had this whole we had like marketing plan with them. Like they were promoting our stuff too. We were promoting all of their stuff. Um, you know, I like had hosted an event for them. And they, yeah, it was, um, I thought that it was like a friendship more. And that's probably where the it, mistake it was ended made. up being yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Because yeah. they were very, very. You trusted. Business. That's to be honest. You trusted people. And mm-hmm. that's how, that's what gets you in trouble sometimes, right? You know, you know what I mean? Right. You know it does. So after these two experiences, we have decided to do it all ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That, we're it, not working with anybody as far as like. Uh, like studios go anymore like we're getting our own space getting gonna, our own equipment yeah, f- gonna fill that space we are both of our basements right now are just flooded <laughs> up to our eyeballs and shit like yeah oh you guys have been buying stuff and stuff you guys have been doing oh, yeah. all this really since, yeah since that uh since we broke it off there that's been like our next priority we're like let's just get a bunch of cool stuff fill a studio like find a space that we can actually rent out and do ourselves so i think we can like we can say it because it's ours yeah we have a studio now, and we are about to move in any moment. Probably Ready? when drum this... roll, drum roll, please. Is this a, is this an exclusive level up Cleveland exclusive right now? It just might I be. I think so. I, I think so. Level up Cleveland excuse. Level... <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> that just sucks. Excuses. Excuses. Level up Cleveland exclusive. Oh, you should like. You should uh. Just do that. that. Sound Just bite. do that. Get that sound. Bite. Another level up Cleveland exclusive. It's the it's the sigh at yeah, the end. For it is. That's sigh. beautiful. It's the relief. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Ready? One, two, three. <gasps> Rock, Rock and Roll, Roll City, City Studios. Studios. Oh, <laughs> we know them. Mm-hmm. They've been building. If you know anything about them, they're building a whole second building that's attached to the current studio that's been going on since like the 90s. And we have been in communication with the Brian there, actually, um, about finding like a space for our podcast. They found the perfect room for us. It doesn't have any walls. Um, 
that it's, a, it's an interior room. It's an interior room, and it doesn't have it doesn't share a wall with like a rehearsal space oh. studio. So right. that next next to it on one side is a hallway, and next to it on the other side it's is a closet. Yeah, a maintenance closet. Um, they're also building a stage with a room that has a hundred person capacity, and we're right behind it. So and you have access to that room. Yep. When you do, that's uh-huh. good. Actually, all of the bands that are at Rock and Roll City Studios, um, for those of you guys who don't know, it's a rehearsal space, uh, kind of like an apartment, and every room is a band rehearsing, kind of like this, this is. place. Yeah, yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it's like three stories and just giant. It's over uh, in the Clark Fulton area. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And they, <laughs> she's beautiful. It is. I, I'm gorgeous. right there. I live gorgeous, over there. I live over there. Um, so yeah, they have this beautiful space, and all of the bands that are currently like residing there can use that stage for their stage presence, like practicing. They can also do gigs there. Um, so there's like a whole bunch of opportunity there, and we we're gonna. I I feel like this is it for us. Like we're gonna fit in like a glove. It's a beautiful place, and. They're just uh, waiting on those final inspections, but we're in the first round. There's we're just waiting little, on the fire marshal. A little piece of blue tape with our with Jordans on it, and that seems like it's going to be ours. It's an excellent <laughs> idea what you guys are doing. So I'll just tell you that from our experience. It's an excellent idea. Because you you're going to have your first however many bands that are probably 40 or there, 50. I don't know how many they got down there, but you have a, you have a supply. Um, But you guys are going to find out, honestly, that that's, that's a great thing. Because that, when we did this here, I, I – we're still plucking them from from the building, and every time they come on, I always say another band from Level Five, another because this is called Level Five, mm-hmm. and so we always we're less level up. Do you see what we did there? Wow! Ah! Yes, <laughs> yes, that's how that's how it kind of all happened. Plus, everybody was going with this level up theme all over the place, and I was like, well, let's. We'll steal that, and then it made it makes sense here. Mm-hmm. See what, I love see? it. it. Just I all love works. it. Full circle. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're excited about. Like, there's just so much opportunity there, mm-hmm. and yeah, you'll, but you'll, the best part, it. the best part of it all that we've just been wanting this whole time is just like full control. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. that's our space. It that's mm-hmm. our space, 365 days a year, like 24 hours a day. We could mm-hmm. go in there whenever we want and do what we love to do. Hell so, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll love it. You'll you'll you guys are gonna love that. That's gonna be you're gonna. It makes it easy. Thank and you. once they know you're in there, they're gonna they're gonna be knocking on your door and stuff like that. Saying, hey, can we get on? Yeah, open door then, policy, uh, please, yeah. please. And then we can have maybe you guys in. This oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We we gotta come down. We're gonna. We, I mean, this mm-hmm. whole thing can't be a one way thing. We gotta come down and hang out with you guys next too. You guys. Absolutely. No one's ever asked us any questions. <sighs> oh. Brian, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I feel a lot better now that you asked me a question. I feel wanted. <laughs> I was feeling left I feel out. it. I feel it. I know. It's weird because I was like, I didn't know how this was going to feel being on the receiving end of the questions, but I think it's... It, it's pretty yeah, comfortable. It's, you guys are doing pretty good. Yeah, you guys are doing you. pretty good thank with you. it, too. Thanks. We're trying. So what's the future like after this? So, I mean, like, do you guys have a different at all plan about what you're going to do here? I mean, cause, because I'll, t- ask, I'll say why. Because you're, this is a big step. You're, you're kind of like, you're kind of like, um, I don't want to say legitimizing yourselves, but you're, you are, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you, you're, you're yeah. kind of like taking another step. To work. So because you're you're doing that, are you thinking about how you're going to tweak the show now in order to kind of like mm-hmm. proportionally grow? You know what I mean? Like, does mm-hmm. that make sense? So have you guys discussed those things? Are you guys looking to tweak things? Is it going to be? Oh, uh, yeah, what, completely. What, and I think we, we learn a lot just with every experience. Like, right. we're learning a lot doing here it. today. Like. Mm-hmm. Just seeing you guys and seeing like how another podcast does their things. Like we learned, um, you know, when we were with Please Don't Come Again, 
podcasting is just a whole different medium, you know? Totally. And I never listened to podcasts before starting my own. I don't know about you. If you were no, 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 he guy. did. Pat, Pat was always doing that. So I, I do have the benefit of having him for that because he was big on podcasts. We were talking about doing this five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. and we just it just never happened. You know, we were concentrating on music. Mm-hmm. And then this was just like, it was just time. Well, we were too. That's really funny because me and Jerbs, I mean, we grew up playing music together. Um, oh, well, what, kind, what, do, what do you guys do? What kind of, what, what is it? What is it? Guitar, piano, singing. You guys play? Like acoustic, yeah. yeah. No shit. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. You hey, guys we, play. We're talking about it now, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. So, so what do you guys do? Like, what do you, what do you play? We both sing. Um, I play guitar, a little bit of piano, a little bit of cajon. And a little bit of uke. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Well, her mom, her grandpa, like her side of the family has all just music. been very I come from country music. talented. Oh. oh, yeah. So a lot of country music in my blood. Are you a country music person yourself? Um, I like... She the, is. The, mm, she is. Mm, not the new stuff. Like, not, not the stuff you hear on the radio. Like, I like the, the older country, stuff. The pop country, you're a little more uh, on, the, on the older country stuff. Yeah, like, I, and it's not even older, like, necessarily, but, like, Chris Stapleton. Mm. Also, like, the I Caribbean country, like, Toby Keith and Kenny oh, yeah. Chesney and stuff like that. Like, that's what I grew up listening to. Um, But, yeah, and then you also... Yeah, I do. Uh, I have. I've always had a piano, so I. You're a keys I, person. I, yeah. Oh my God, not really though. But like, what do you mean, no? Like I'm not like uh like Stephen Fiddle Revolt like yeah, keys. No, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, or like uh, Mikey Silas keys. Like I, I can play a little bit. I took lessons for a minute, but like I showed her how to play, and her mom like kind of taught me more of guitar and. We like learned together and just kind of like, I think that's probably the beginning of the chemistry that we created was because sure. it was like eye contact. And... Go home, but not drums. Nope, not no, not drums. Oh, that's too much. I'd love to see you fuck up some drums though. See, I've tried, I've tried. It's it's too much going on at once. But the cajon I can do. The cajon I, I like that. She does it well. She does it well. It's fun. It's a fun time. So you guys could pretty much produce, make a song and completely yourselves. Do it. I See, mean, uh, you could do that. This is something I've been saying because so I we were know. we were gigging gigging a little bit before COVID, and then as soon as COVID hit, then that was kind of like you know obviously gigs were not it, happening. Yeah. Um, and then you know the we podcast. focused more on like the podcast aspect of things, and we were like, let's just let's give light. I have always said it like I do love music. It's a great therapeutic outlet. Like you guys know this more than anything, but like I feel like I belong behind the mic you know, talking to these people and like amping up their, their musical abilities. And, but Jerbs, Jerbs, however, she's got a talent that like can't be ignored. I'm serious. And I'm, no, I'm dead ass serious. Like she's got this voice like butter. It's just, mm. Smooth like See, but then I come at her and I'm like, but the harmonies though. The harmonies. But the harmonies. The harmonies do hit. The harmonies do hit. do hit. But however, we did put out an EP like what, like four years ago? Um, three or four years like ago. Three years, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've been always saying that we always wanted to do like an acoustic version of it because mm-hmm. it's um we were working with Easy Living Culture, which is a rap group in Cleveland, and it's very much on top of beats and whatnot. But always, because we I've always played acoustically, like mm-hmm. that's where we come from. So always wanted to do a live acoustic album and now that we have or are going to have a studio it kind of would make sense yeah. so i'm kind of yeah. twisting our arm a little bit over here on this one the songs are really good like we we do she she writes a lot of really good stuff um i'll like throw so a verse you. on there yeah we it exactly what you get in the podcast like that's the kind of energy that's Same also put in the music yeah. which Sweet. is cool 
So, so are you guys going to do your own uh, show theme song? Are you guys going to do no, that yourselves? No. And then put it out? Come on, why not? Because we've got a good one right now. Oh, yeah. 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 See, Joel Big Green. Joel yeah. Big Green, he always kills it. And he's actually written both That's of cool. our theme songs for mm-hmm. us. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's wonderful. He, like, wrote us um, – he wrote us a theme song without us even asking after an interview, he was like, that was just so fun. And then the next, like that night or the next day, he sent us like a, a couple of files. Like less than 24 hours later. <laughs> he was like, hey, here you go. Yeah. We're like, dope. We're cool, like, thanks. And it's like, we on the Jordan and Jordan. And we're like, that's us. We're both, <laughs> we're both Jordan. Like, so yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, it does seem like, like you guys said. make a lot of friends. I, I gotta say that that's a fact that I from from the little bit I know of you guys I, I think that it seems like once people are done meeting you and hanging out with you for a little mm-hmm. while you guys have made another friend yes and and so this is a this is the best thing to happen to a podcaster and yeah, Jerbs I want to talk a little bit about Jerbs let's focus on Jerbs yeah let's talk a little bit about Jerbs for a second because she just was in a video with one of the bands that we just had on our show not too long ago yes. the Fiddle Revolt you were on with Steven mm-hmm. Steven and Uncle Sam. Oh, mm-hmm. how, well, tell me a little bit about that, how that all go and what, what was involved in all that. Um, So Uncle Sam, he's originally from Indiana, and then we met him um, through Topgolf. He actually does a traveling position, so he gets to work in all the different venues around. Um, So we met him. He's a rapper, um, and he's been putting out some music for a little while now. He's really, really good, and we'd been talking for a while about collaborating on a song. Um, So he sent me over a track one day, and he was like, hey, like I got a verse. Will you hit this, please? Uh, Jordan's uh, fiance oh, yeah. actually recorded it in um, their bedroom. It's very recent. It's very recent. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> Get a close-up on that. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, we did the song. We laid it down, and uh, Stephen Mason actually was on it, too. So it was the three of us. And Stephen we, Mason from Fiddle Revolt. Yeah, Stephen Mason from, from Fiddle Revolt. Um, but yeah, we shot the music video at the Treehouse in Tremont, if you're familiar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it turned out awesome, if I have to say. Um, <laughs> awesome. I was so cool. never been in a music video before, so I was like very self-conscious uh, a she, little bit. She called time. me up. She's like, could you please come to this shooting? I'm like, dude. I was like, will you it's please? like 7 p.m. on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. like, please, will you be I'm there saying? for moral support? So I guilt tripped her. She came. Um, she's actually in the music video, too. So. Oh, cool. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Got my Browns hat in there. Um, but nice yeah. little close up. Now you said something about you said something about Top Golf. Mhm. Yep. So uh, that's where me and Jordan. Well, I was gonna say that's that's where we started. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> There's a little story that goes with that though, right? Like a yeah. little, little, like how you guys. Yep. So okay, so we started the show locally grown in 2019, October of 2019, and then we started working at Top Golf like immediately after that. So we had a couple of bands booked up, one being the Fiddle Revolt, and we were waiting in line one day either to clock in or get our polos or whatever, and we're standing there, and we start talking with Stephen Mason, and he's like, oh, I'm in a band, and we're like, oh, cool, we do this local show called Locally Grown, and we're, he's like, wait, what? He's like, I'm in the Fiddle Revolt, and we're like, wait, <laughs> wait, we're like, we the have Mr. Krabs meme of, right. like, just disorientation. <laughs> we're yeah. like, wait, we have an interview with you in, like, two weeks, so that was pretty cool. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. What a coincidence that is. Yeah. And then that's how, and eventually that leads to you getting into the video also because you guys are working together, they're mm-hmm. on the show, and then, no kidding, man. Yeah. yeah. The Top Golf clan is literally just like 
very tight tight knit yes. group of people like i left there um, over a year ago and i still like see and hang out with these people like it's like yesterday you know like just very close people yeah like great group of homies and everybody mm-hmm. that was in the music video was all people from top all golf top too golf so yeah they go up they go hard um if you want to check out that music video it's called call me when you're ready uncle sam with a, a k and two m's it's no. a, so uncle sam is the, it's under Mm-hmm. So Uncle Sam is the artist that it's under, and it's with two Ks. One K and two U N K L E. Yep. S A M M. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And as far as your guys' music goes, how how do people get to hear some of that? Do you guys have that out? I mean, can 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 I dial it up and go listen to you guys? Is there is there access? Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's well, out tell, there. Come on, it's on SoundCloud. What it's is on. it? Is it is it under your names? Is it the what what names do you guys go under? You want to guess? The Jordans. No. no, it has no no Jordans in there. But it has to do with our name still. It is J something. Urban Layer. Oh. So layered without the D. But yep. Urban I layer. like it. Urban I like Layer it. was our was our name. Is our name? I don't know. And um, yeah. City Dwelling. The the EP the four song EP is called Squared, because J Squared was literally always oh. what we were called. Always. So yep. go on Bandcamp for this. Uh, SoundCloud. 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 And that's it? No, no other place you didn't put it anywhere else? Nope, that was it. Nope. That's all we had. <laughs> and when the show, you guys, now, so are you guys still putting shows out right now from uh, is it, uh, currently or? So by the time this comes out, we will have finished season two. Season two is technically done right now as we speak, but we are going to drop one more bonus episode around Thanksgiving, and that's going to be our locally grown live show. So we did that at Crowbar with Mikey Silas, who does a from Apostle Jones, and he's been taking over Crowbar over on St. Clair every other Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? I believe so. Amazing. He does something new every single time. He had like a tarot card reader one time. Um, he does open mic nights after his like specialty. So the specialty was us on in September, and we interviewed Corey Michaels and Dragon, who are these two awesome solo artists. Um, and then we actually interviewed the owner, Jared of Crowbar. Because, it's a great idea. Because nobody, this place is amazing. Have you been in there before? Not, yeah, I've heard a lot really cool. about it. Croatian. You've been there. Pat was there. It's, it's gorgeous. It's a Croatian hall. Um, and it's like similar to the ceilings that you guys have here, but they put LED lights in. They took the panels out. Uh, really made this very cool, unique uh, dive bar that's Very just cool like, spot. like a little hush hush, a little secret. So and he was refusing interviews. So when we were mm-hmm. like, hey, will you come up on stage and like say a couple words? He was like, like, ah, I'll, I'll say a word or two. But yeah. then he did. Yeah. And I think he had fun with it. I he think did. he did. He did for sure. So that episode with uh, it's kind of lumped into one as just like the locally grown life bonus episode. That's going to be coming out close to Thanksgiving, and that'll be the end of season two. And then season three will start at Rock and Roll City. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the new stud. Hoping, uh, looking for like January, since we don't have the studio in our in our grasps yet, yeah. we're we're waiting on an actual date. But January is what we're looking at um, right now for season three. Cool, that's yeah. awesome, guys. You guys are moving along nicely. Everything's looking like it's got a lot of uh, the future looks good. We're winging it. Well, that's that's. Make <laughs> it till you make it, baby. Yeah, we, we call ourselves King Wing it. <laughs> That's what, that, that's what we do. Well, we'll be queen wing. We, we, yeah, we <laughs> wing everything. Gotta here. fake it till you make it, baby. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's no way to do this any other way. I mean, we, we, 
it's not like we've done this before or we know anything of it. It's like you guys, you just, you know that you can do it mm-hmm. if you have the right everything else in place. You just got to want it. Yeah. Honestly, like we, like we, I said earlier, like the universe just keeps telling us no, putting a big middle finger. Like I got a flat tire on my way here. I got oh, a flat tire on my was, way here. No kidding. Yeah. Like literally. How'd you guys, did you guys change your own tire? No, we pulled into like, cause right when Jerb saw it, I, she was like, pull over. And I pulled into a marathon. I was like, that, you need to go right, right now. She makes like, you sound right like, like Satan. Pull over. It was like that. It was that, though. The, it, the, yeah. um, it was, we were like five minutes away from here. And the, we happened to pull into a marathon that also has a car service. And oh. I looked, I ran in there while this guy's working on a car. And I'm like, I have a meeting in like 20 minutes. Like, can you help us? And he's like. He's like, just back in the car. Like, yeah, whatever. And he just filled it with air. So when we go out there, it might be flat. It might not. We'll find out very soon. We'll worry about that in a little bit. <laughs> I think I got my tire plugs out there if I have to. Okay. Nice. Thanks. Go dad. But yeah, <laughs> go dad mode like, on us. This is like the we second time help. that something has happened to a car on the way to do something, like whether it's an interview or something with the podcast. Meetings. The last time... She like literally ran over a gas can. Jordan has this like really twenty gallon. Gas I love can, this like, girl to death, but she's gallons, but like, she's uh, five gallons big. Listen, uh, yeah, this big girl boy. loves eye contact. You've heard her say it multiple times while we've been here. She loves to make eye contact while she drives. Don't say that on the air. I will say it. <laughs> I will say it. She'll but she'll be like so focused and she'll be like, oh yeah, like you know what I mean. And I'm like, Jordan, look at the road. And I'm like, as soon as I'm telling this, I'm like, dude, look. And there's literally a gas can in the middle of the highway. So, yeah, she ran it over. We're on the side of the highway just trying to get this gas can out from underneath the car. Oh, it got we wedged used... underneath oh, the car. Oh, yeah, yeah so it was a we whole did, we situation. Had to, we had to, like, drive into the median where it's, like, grass and, like, a ditch, it, yeah. you know, dives down a little bit. Got it at the angle, used an umbrella, the like, the hook part of an umbrella, and, like, scooped it out while I drove. It was a it was a whole thing, and then we were on time to that. You meeting. guys did. <laughs> you made it. And we were on time to this one, too, so whoop. Thank you. <laughs> the world keeps testing us, but and we're like, yep, we're gonna keep on going. I love it. All right, yeah, but we'll yeah. be keeping an eye out for you guys. Honestly, I mean, I, I'm excited about this one. I think you guys are gonna do really well there. Yeah, well, uh, we're gonna have you on our so you know tune into locally grown. You'll see the uh, level up boys. Yeah, you probably be our that'll probably be our first interview. Hey, <sighs> you better do not go get another interview. You, well, now we are your first Get the interview. ball rolling, ladies. <laughs> Call Brian at RRCS. Call no, your honestly, other Brian. Honestly, yeah, well, I'd love to do it. I'd, I'd love to come down there. It'd be fun. I think it'd be a blast. We're going to do it. Absolutely. Have a, have a good time. All right, keep your eyes open. Their music, their podcasts, all the stuff, their live stuff they're going to be putting out. When you guys get in Rock and Roll City, who knows where you take all that with the, with the other room and all that stuff going on. Who know. knows? Not us. Wing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. We're out. Thank you, guys.